Welcome back to another edition of the Power Podcast. This week I'm joined by Bertie. Hey, how's it going? And also by Ham. Howdy. And unfortunately no 40, so uh, the reunion was short-lived. Uh, but we'll crack on without our uh, part-time leader. And uh, we'll start off with, uh, so last week the, uh, the, the, the women's premiership uh, commenced with the Wentworthville Magpies going down 12-18 to the Newcastle Knights. Um, but this week we're up against the St Mary's Saints 11am uh, to take place at St Mary's League Stadium on Sunday the 1st of May. Um, just having a look at these team lists, that St Mary's Saints team is freaking stacked <laughs> with people out of the uh, the um, NRLW. So, like, Elsie Albert's there starting prop. Um, yeah, just looking at a couple of those, that's that's a really stacked lineup. So, if the girls are, are even keeping pace with St Mary's on the weekend, they'll be doing well. Yeah, a few uh, NRLW Eels in there. Abby Church, Rakia Horn as well. So, maybe we should be supporting, you know, just looking through the Winnie Magpies team, I don't think there's any... In there, we might have to pick another team to support, not not to jump on a bandwagon or anything, but maybe we might have to go for somebody else. <laughs> we may have to. Um, we need to get Neil's team in there. Uh, you know, I think we discussed that the other week or, or even last week um, about getting a, a, a proper Eels team. So we've got Eels all the way, Eels all the way down. All right. Well, um, yeah, we'll wait to see what happens on the weekend. There, um, I'm not expecting us from the team to get out to St Mary's because there's a couple of games going on at Kellyville Park. Um, so unfortunately the junior competitions, all Eels are out now that the Tasha Gales are out. So Matt's SG Ball and Tasha Gales, the grand finals are on this weekend and we don't really care who's actually playing, do we? Uh, no, I know. Yeah, I know they're playing at Parramatta Stadium. That's about as my knowledge of it all. Alright, well let's get on to uh, the main action, which will see the Jersey Flag Eels running out on Sunday, the 1st of May, 1.15pm at Kellyville Park, taking on the Canberra Raiders. So, for the Eels, fullback Corey Fenning on the wings, Josh Tupalotto and Tora Williams, and then Charlie Geimer and Gabrielle Kalachi in the centres. L- is it Louie or Lou? Yeah, at 5.8. And Ethan Sanders at halfback. Peter Tateo and Taylor Moala at props, and David Tui at hooker, and then Felix Natili Schmidt at Lachlan Blackburn in the second row, Brock Parker at lock, the interchange bench, bench is Nicholas Lenaz, Nikau Rathol, and Larry Mukatudia and Reese Alderton. Um, so let's just have a quick look at the ladder for the flag. I think the Raiders aren't doing as terribly as their um, first grade counterparts, um, but let's just double check that. They are doing it. Oh, they are, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Very true, very true. Uh, Um, Yeah, yeah, I was just talking about our flag team. Um, That 1-7, to I reckon that's probably our strongest 1-7 to that we're going to have for the rest of the year. And uh, given that, you know, Sean Russell's Sam Luizu or Matthew Komalathi could drop back, you don't know. Um, And Jake Arthur, you know, barring those four, I'm Will Penasini. You know, but they're obviously destined for higher grades and um, more suited to those higher grades. But this back seven, I reckon I'd put that up against any one to seven for the rest of the competition. I reckon they're real, real strong group. A um, few young guys in there with uh, Charlie Geimer, Jabril Kalachi, Tua Williams and Ethan Sanders all um, playing a year or a couple of years younger. Um, good to see. The forward pack's probably a little bit underdone. 
Uh, when I say that, you know, they're missing Davy Hollis, Jack Colavati. Um, who else are they missing? Uh, Tavita T from that pack. But you put those in there. They'd, they'd kill the competition. But again, they're suited into higher grades. But they sort of back it up with a um, strong bench there. Uh, three forwards in Ravel, Mulgatati, and Alderton, and then Nicola Naz can come on either play hooker in the lock. So, good team. I'm excited to finally, you know, I think I've only seen two games of the Jersey flag this year, maybe, maybe three, something like that. Uh, you know, hope to get out there. Hopefully, it's not raining too heavy. <laughs> well, it probably will be. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess those probability things. I thought last weekend it was. Um like 90% chance of rain and uh, had a, a quite nice weekend so hopefully that holds up for this weekend uh, which on Sunday only 40% chance of rain so 60% chance of not rain how good is that I do like those odds alright well, let's move over to um, the knock on effect cup so reserve grade also out at Kellyville Park, Kellyville Park on Sunday the 1st of May at 3pm at fullback Jordan Rankin there's no fullback name for the Raiders that's a bit strange <laughs> on the wings uh, Matthew Komalafi and Joshua Minhinik. And then in the centres, Zach Cheney, 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 Samuel Loizu. And then at 5'8", Brendan Hans comes back again. And Jack A. Williams at halfback, halfback rather, in the forwards. Uh, Tom Penu, is that right? Tavita Tom Penu. Uh, Wiramu Greg, and then Mitch Rain at hooker. Uh, second row is Ellie Elzakham, Dan Kerr, Kai Rodwell at lock. The interchange bench is Jaden Yates, Keaton Walkington Meads, David Hollis, and Ryan Jones. And just having a look at the Raiders team, there's a couple of people that have played first grade. Matt Frawley at hooker. That's Sam Williams, halfback. He's been a toiler for a while. Oh, Albert Hopawate, one-time eel, uh, is playing on the wing. Oh, wasn't he? No, I was thinking of Jamil. Yeah, Jamil. Uh, Jared Croker playing at centre, obviously very experienced, but it, um, a bit busted these days. Um, Josh Minhinick, he, he played with our reserve grade a couple of years ago, didn't he? Yeah, as well? I think he's playing... I think he's actually contracted to Wenty for Ron Massey Cup. So that's sort of the extent of our injuries at the moment in the in the backs that, you know, we're calling up, you know, despite us not having a Ron Massey Cup team officially, that's how far we are in the depth charts for wingers. Yeah, that about makes sense. But again, looking at the Raiders, they seem to be pretty middling in this competition as well. They're seventh with three wins, Eels fifth, uh, sorry, fourth with five wins. So um, you'd be hoping to get a, a win this weekend as well and try keep pace with uh, the top uh, two teams in Panthers Jets, um, who are presently. Oh no, sorry, they've both lost a game and they're playing each other this weekend. A, a spot, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know if that for and against is um, something we're going to be able to... Oh, yeah, yeah, we'd be against. So if the if the Penrith win, um, we could jump on for and against, but they'd have to lose pretty heavily to the Jets to get above that. So. Oh, that's also interesting. Um, the Bears play the Bulldogs third and fifth. There we are. So, you know, so. likely, you know, you want to win, but even with a loss, probably still stay in that top four positions. Still early days. Yeah, that's so. right. Um, but yeah, with this one, I think the biggest matchups: Sam Luizu versus Jared Croker. Um, Sam's had some defensive issues recently, um, sort of shooting up in the line and his winger not following and uh, just general missed tackles. So 
this one he needs to really focus because I saw Jared play uh, the Bears a couple of weeks ago and he gave his opposite a bath. So, you know, Sam needs to be on his game for this one, make sure Jared doesn't score or um, get on his outside too often because I'll just leave uh, Albert Hopawadi open up straight for the try line. Um, I like our forward pack young. I reckon there's a lot of potential first grade in it. Tavita T, Widamu, Ellie and Kai. Um, all, I think, you know, the latter half probably ready for first grade now and could do a job off the bench. Tavita, maybe six months away or so, you know, another preseason away. But they're coming up against former real Trey Mooney, who I've, I've still got big raps on. Uh, have to watch out for him. Um, Harry Russian, he's the English ex- import, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so um, no, good team, and you know, even with the with the injuries to the backs, um, still excited by Komalafi, still excited by uh, Sam Sam Luizu, and I think Brendan Hands. I just I would like him to see him at dummy half. I think that's his future. But you know, good to see him get his eighty minutes under his belt at halfback or at the five eights. You know, whatever it is. I still think, you know, he could be really pushing out for that utility bench spot. Is that the idea you might play him? Well, I know there's an injury crisis, but also you might play him in the halves a little bit to, to, to bump up that utility aspect if he is to come up to first grade later in the year because we don't really have that Will Smith anymore given that he's gone to the Titans. So. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, well, I know Hansy started off as a half in the Penrith system and then he only transitioned into hooker, in, I think, last year. So he's still, you know, most of his reps have been in the halves, but just the way he defends, I'm not, I'm unsure about his ball playing ability in the halves. But at dummy half, he loves to take the, he loves to jump out of dummy half there and um, keep the markers honest if there's some lazy markers there. So I think that is his position. But if he keeps staying in the halves, obviously that utility value um, just increases massively, and um, that's, you know, that's what we want on a bench utility someone that can cover two, three, possibly even four positions. All right, well, I think that's enough to chat about those games. So those will come after the Saturday night game for first grade. Um, so have we have we arrived in Darwin as yet, or tomorrow they're going to fly up, do a little bit of um, meet and greet around the Darwin area, run some clinics, etc. Um, so what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday, so... Um, all right, so round eight, Saturday, 30th of April. Eels in third position, taking on the Cowboys in fifth position, 7.35pm, up at TIO Stadium, Darwin. Um, so I confirm, we've only dropped the one game since we've gone up there, is that right? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's read out these uh, these teams. Yeah, it's been a while. So we've been going there since, like, 2016, I want to say. So got a pretty good record up. 2014, freaking hell. Um, does it show me the... Show me the team stats here. Show me the team stats. Where's this wins wins this season? Where's wins at this venue? Uh, wins at this venue. They are six from seven. We are so. Um, Cowboys are two from three though. So uh, yeah, not not bad for either team. All right, let's have a look at the Cowboys uh, line to start up, which we'll see at fullback Scott Drinkwater, uh, on the wings Felt and uh, Tualagi, and then in the centres Holmes and Hiku. Uh, in the halves, Tom Dearden, Captain Chad Townsend. Forwards, Jordan McLean, Cohen Hess, Reese Robson at hooker. Second row, so these are the, the firebrand um, second rowers, uh, young blokes, Helium. 
why would you call your kid that? Uh, Lukey at Jeremiah Nane and Jason Talmalolo at Locke. The interchange bench is Granville, Tom Gilbert, Ruben Cotter, Griffin Nemi. And then the extended bench is Tanua Brown, Tabuai Fado, Lemelu, uh, Condon, Pere, Elliot, and Ben Hampton. So um, I guess there could be a late change of uh, Tabuai Fado to fullback. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't mind that because Drinkwater, he's, uh, he's got certainly that, that, that ball-playing ability, um, although he's uh, tragically bad in defence. Yeah, I, I um, do rate Scotty Drinkwater. I think he's a good player. He just needs to, you know, they need to get him in a first-grade position, but if they bring Hammerso, well, then, you know, they both got their pros and cons. All right, well, let's look at the Eels at fullback and captain Clint Gutherson. On the wings is Hayes Parham and Bailey Simonson. Centres is Will Pettersini and uh, Brad Arthur persisting with Dylan Brown showing you the the dearth of outside backs that we have um, and the injury crisis we've presently got. Uh, in the halves, Jake Arthur and Mitch Moses. Forwards are Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, Reed Money at Hooker, Sean Lane as Ayah Bapali'i in the second row, Nathan Brown at lock. Interchange bench is Makahesi Makatoa, Ryan Madison, Oregon Kafusi, Bryce Cartwright, extended bench, Wiramu Gregg, Mitch Rain, Tom Opacic, Kai Rodwell, Solomoni Naiduki, Ellie Elzakham, and Luca Moretti. Um, so can I just confirm Naiduki and Luca Moretti not named in reserve grade? No, that's correct. So um, maybe some late changes in there, but that's really not BA's style, is it really? So, <laughs> um, Yeah, but you have to get spe- special exemption, don't you? Because it's, it's later rounds, isn't it? Or uh, did they scrap that this year? I can't remember. I think it's still, yeah, after round 11, it's sort of a, a free-for-all. But before round 11, yeah, it's, you've got to get exemptions. And I, I don't think with the way we've played our team, the NRL would be uh, giving us exemptions anytime soon. No, and, and I guess with Dylan Brown, like it's 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 certainly not something we'd want to be doing. Um, but um, it's sort of it sort of worked. And I think last week, you know, I think we saw when um, Dill Brown would sort of play that ball playing role, and and you'd shift Lane more out to a centre style role in attack um, when, when when we're in the opposition's uh, red zone. So um, whilst it's it's a bit frustrating, I think that just shows the the injury crisis at the moment. And you know, Dylan Brown he'll defend anywhere, so. Uh, you can't be too worried about him um, defensively. Uh, so, um, all right, looking at this, uh, my first comments is uh, obviously the the second row, I think, of um, of the Cowboys. Jeremiah Nanai, uh, you know, he can score. He, he's a bit of a try-scoring freak, good second rower. Uh, Lukey, he's a big bull of a player, can charge over. Um, but just looking at their bench, um, I think that's something that we should be able to exploit when we bring our bench on. I think I think we've got them covered um, when the bench starts to rotate. Um, so, Bertie, I'll start with you. Where, where, where do you think we need to attack weaknesses, strengths? Yeah, no, I think um, the four-pack, you know, besides, like, Lolo's not the you know, not the damaging player he was once before. I feel as like we'll just keep bashing them, like, exactly the Knights, like, against what we did to the Knights, you know, just bashing them up the middle just keep it simple you know like <clears throat> yeah um other than that you know felt's great finisher hiku's a good you know he's a big bodied center so he you know he might give um you know hell so i think he's versus i think he's up against penicini so you know be another big test but yeah i just feel as though um just like the tigers match i know we didn't win that game but like just run up just our forward should lay the platform and then give plenty of time it's just up to whether or not um jacob arthur can um hold his own 
sort of stay out, stay out of the way a bit, give it to Moses, you know, feed him as much ball, ball as you can. But um, look, let's be honest, we're we're a class above them. You know, they've had an easy draw. Uh, Cowboys, they've versed the Raiders twice, the Bulldogs, I think twice now. You know, they've played all their games in Queensland for a couple of games. So like, they've had an easy draw. I don't fear them, but knowing Para will be a close game. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a warm one up there. I just had a look at the temperature. Um, even at 7 o'clock at night, it's still going to be 31, 63% humidity. So, um, you know, <laughs> geez, this one you just need to complete your sets. You know, I keep saying it every single week and it's boring. But that's that's what's when, that's what's going to win this footy game is just hitting up the middle, uh, targeting Jason Tamlolo in defence. I think you can catch him being a bit lazy. Um, I think Gutho sniffing around there, um, you know, some forwards there, short ball, Junior Polo, uh, sorry, Junior Polo, and um, Ryan Madison. I think if those two work with Gutho, if you get um, Tamalolo with the A defender, you can get him. Even Dill Brown, you know, we showed last week that we're not afraid to if we've got that 70-30 split sort of in between the train tracks of the 10 and 20 that we're going to have Arthur, Moses, Gutherson out on the right and Dill over on first receiver on the left. So, you know, you talk about throwing shapes and everything. That's that's one that teams don't normally think of because they don't really have that ball playing or ball runner as, as good as Dylan is out playing first receiver on that left-hand side when it's a 70-30 split. So that's where the fullback has to worry about, oh, which, which side are they going to play? Which side do I stack so that they don't have the overlap? Well, we can play both sides of that ruck, which you know usually you go on the open side there. So that's something that you know I don't, I don't, I like Jake Arthur. I think he's got a some good potential, but I just don't think he's ready for first grade yet. But his inclusion in the side at the moment allows us to play that way. All right. Any other matchups? Um. I think we got, you know, you talk about this, their second roles. Our second roles are good too. Like you got to remember Sean Lane, uh, I think less is more with Laney. We saw last week he didn't handle the ball that much, but he was offloading. He was getting in between defenders. He was doing well. So I think, you know, he'll be up against Luke. Uh, no, he'll be up against uh, Nanai over on the on that side of the field. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's I think it's uh, on their right side is Townsend. Hiku and Felt. And Felt up against Perrin worries me a little bit. Sort of, you got the old try scorer in Kyle Felt that's, you know, he can get a try from anywhere, you know, he could be on his back, not even looking at the try lane, he can get a try. So Hayes needs to watch himself here, and I think the crossfield kick will sort of op- maybe expose us a little bit on that side of the field. Um, so we need to watch out that too. The old bull and the young buck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It's all those things that I think we've concentrated on, and, and when we've done them, we've played rather well, um, and we've only done them in patches in a lot of games. Um, I, I guess except for last weekend and, and the game against Dragons, but, you know, possession football, straight up the guts, um, something we've all touched on, you know, the power game up the middle. And, um, you know, Cowboys, they, they shouldn't be taken lightly um, as much as Birdie wants to wants to put the mocker on us. Um, I, they've, they've, I, know, I know some of the competition they've played isn't great, but they're probably doing a lot better than I thought that would be. 
Um, and they're always they've, seem to be. Uh, they've they've played literally every game bar one in Queen Queensland. So they've had an, they've had it easy on the recovery side. Like I know people, like, I know people don't talk about recovery, but like they've played all the games of Queensland. Like it's just they haven't left the state. They've left it once and they've lost the Raiders. Like they haven't got on a long plane ride and you know went to a shitty hotel room with you know piss stained mattress and bungled up the recovery. So they've had a, they've had a lot of things go their way. Not on the field, you know, because they claim to be a small club, but. You know, we've gone to Gold Coast, we've gone to Melbourne, we've gone like we've been to Newcastle, like we've we've been travelling a bit, believe it or not. Um, but on that, you know, it's it's sort of that one thing, you know, a couple of wins, even if they're over lesser opposition, can um can breed in it to a little bit of uh, you know, feeling themselves. And um, as I've touched on though they have played against sort of lesser opposition. you know, we 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 have played the Storm, we have played the Sharks. Um, but we've also played Newcastle. We've also played Tigers and Titans. So you know, there's also been a couple of easier games for us. Oh yeah, and I'm not denying we have. We've had besides those two games, we've had an easy draw. But, yeah. So yeah. you know, it's not all smooth sailing. They, they do have a really good defence. They've had they're one of two teams to not have a hundred points scored against them so far this season. That's them and Penrith. So you know, they're they're a tough team to crack. We're going to have to go in there and we're going to have to, you know, play those percentage plays, use our experience of... Yeah, well, you can't really use your experience of playing at Darwin against the, the Cowboys because they play in that bloody same heat and humidity all the time. So there goes our advantage in that sense. You know, we had it last year against the Broncos. I thought we were able to sustain longer because they weren't used to play. You know, that small games that we've played... We've still got the experience over the Broncos. This time, we don't have it over the Cowboys. So, you know, there goes that stage. But so it's it's going to be it's, it is going to be a tough game. All right. So playing up in the humidity, uh, both with a pretty good record at this stadium. Birdie, first try score or eventual score? Yeah. So I'm gonna go. F- so I'm gonna go full time score. Parramatta thirty eight, Cowboys ten. Um, first try scorer, I'm gonna go Guffo. Um, I just feel as though, as I said, you know, we're a different class to them. Our forwards will just take care of it, like we'll lay the platform. You know, most of them have plenty of time, and you know, it'll be over early in the second half, in my opinion. But um, and that's not me being cocky or arrogant. I just look at our team. You know, we, uh, you know, we got the best pack in the comp. You know, we got one one of the best halves in the comp. You know, great, the best kicking game in the comp, like in the league. Um, yeah, we've got like you know our outside backs. You know, are all you know a patchwork court, you know, other than that, um, I just feel as though we're just too, it's just, look, we've, we've gone through this, right, we've been, through, we've been bad teams, we've been a shit team, you know, and we think we have a chance, but realistically, we don't have a chance, but like, you know, we just can't do it, we can't just do what we did to the Tigers, where we kept them in the game, we have to literally break them, and break them early, now, I'm not saying go score straight away, but don't have to score off every play, just break them, eventually, and then, yeah, we'll get the win. Him. Um, yeah, I'm not as confident as Bertie in, in, in a big score. I think it'll be a bit closer. Uh, I'm going to say 13-6 to Parramatta. I think we're going to, you know, 12-6 up. And then we're just going to, again, line up for that field goal and we're going to kick it. First try scorer, I'm going D Brown. Oh. Bloody hell, you took it right out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> well, let's get on the same page here. So, um, Dylan Brown, first try scorer, but I've got us pegged for 25-18 to 18 win over the Cowboys up in the top end. Um, 
if, you know, if you're a, one of those people that likes to, to gamble, the Para podcast predicts a seven point margin. Two out of three ain't bad. There you are. Um, all right, well, that wraps up Footy Talk Birdie, Birdie Draft tomorrow. How are you feeling? Uh, actually, two days. Oh, well, with what time are you guys? This will be tomorrow, yeah, Friday. Uh, Australian time, but yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, usually, um, so I listen to a podcast every week for the Cowboys, you know, twice a week. And usually, last the week before the draft, they they have a feeling of who will most likely the draft. They have about three, four names, and or you know, they even narrow it down to a position. This year, it could be anyone. I legit, like I went, I was talking to a mate. It could be wide receiver, anyone on the offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, secondary. The only position they won't take is a running back or QB. So. And, you know, we've, we've been picked 24. I'm a bit nervous, you know, because it's 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 a big pick, you know. Your first-round picks are supposed to be, like, your blue-chip top players and you build around them, and I don't want them to, you know, fuck it up. But, yeah, um, yeah, you guys are under pressure too. He's got two picks in the first round, so got to keep Aaron Rodgers yeah, happy. Yeah, we'll fuck it up somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick a defensive end and something else because that's one of the only positions I know. We won't be picking a, a wide receiver, that's for sure. Yeah, good stuff there, Ham. You're fully, uh, fully got it. Um, <laughs> we'll pick a kicker. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, funny enough, right? There's a punter. He'll be. He'll go in the third round. Now that's very high. Last one was Michael Dixon. This guy is legit. He he plays for San Diego uh, State uh, University. And he can kick it like 80, 90 yards. Like, essentially, he's like another defensive player. He is a weapon. And I wouldn't be surprised if top three pick. And, yeah, he'll be a pro bowler year one. Name's a Matt Eraser. Just to let you know. Matt Eraser? Yeah, so... Eraser. Oh, I not did not... Like it's A-R-I-A-Z-A. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, I was so going to say, there's some pretty far-out names. But if... Oh. Eraser? <laughs> This guy is like, a like I'm talking 80, 90 yards. He's kicking it. It's a weapon of a foot. I'll have to look up some highlights then. Or maybe the Packers will pick him up. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's leave it there uh, for this week in Parrot Podcast previews. Uh, all that round of action. And uh, we'll be back next. Uh, when do we play? Saturday night. I guess we've got the reserve grade Sunday. So... Um, perhaps next year next Monday or Tuesday with the wrap up of the week's uh, football but um, until then go the Eels and uh, I hope you enjoy the football this weekend cheers enjoy your weekend go para Bye.